Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. I would presume by now many of you listening to this already know the big news of the day, but if you don't, less than four months after he was announced for the position, Eric Bischoff is being replaced as the executive director of SmackDown. WWE issued a press release today announcing Bruce Pritchard has been named the new executive director of SmackDown and will report directly to Vince McMahon. Pritchard, quote, will oversee the creative development of Friday Night SmackDown on Fox and ensure integration across all platforms and lines of business, replacing Eric Bischoff. Bischoff returned to the, Pritchard returned to the WWE creative team this February. In June, WWE announced Paul Heyman as the executive director of Raw and Bischoff as the executive director of SmackDown, hyping that, quote, the creation of these roles further establishes WWE's ability to continuously reinvent its global brand while providing two distinct creative processes for its flagship shows. Honest question here, everybody. When's the last time WWE reinvented its global brand? It's like 1997. It's 2019. It's 22 years ago was the last time they did something different and reinvented the brand. Bischoff moved to Connecticut. Bischoff moved to Connecticut for the role at the beginning of July. WWE's press release didn't further address Bischoff's status with the company. We'll all address it. He's gone. According to WWE, he's finished with the company, not being moved somewhere else. SmackDown made its Fox debut on October 4th. This past Friday's episode was the first night of the WWE draft. After we come back from the break, Mike Sempervivi is going to join us. I will try to let him talk, but I've got a lot to say about this and other things going on with the WWE. There was a Raw show last night. There were some good things on the show. There was some good wrestling. But it's a mess. The whole company is a disaster. We'll talk about it after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Allow me for a moment talk about this Bischoff thing and WWE as a whole. Eric Bischoff is gone. He was hired four months ago. I actually have a modicum of sympathy for Eric Bischoff in the sense that this dude moved. He moved to Connecticut. He packed up. He moved all of his stuff across the country. He was living on a ranch in like Wyoming. And he, I guess, sold everything and packed everything up and moved. Four months later, he's he's fired. He's gone. So that sucks. Now, 
With that out of the way, four months ago when WWE out of the blue announced that they had hired Eric Bischoff to run the SmackDown side, we said at the time, this is largely a figurehead role. Like, Paul Heyman has done a fair amount as the man allegedly in charge of Raw. But at the end of the day, it's Vince's show. And Vince is going to do whatever he wants. And if Paul wants to push Cedric Alexander and Cedric Alexander doesn't get over, then Vince can say the Cedric push is done. It's over. And Paul Heyman has to end the push. That's just the way things go. It's Vince's show. But Paul has had input into that Raw show. And quite frankly, the show is better than it had been. This is low praise. It's a low bar, okay? SmackDown, Eric Bischoff was barely doing anything. When I asked people, what's Eric Bischoff doing? The first thing I heard was, hey, I, he, I, I haven't seen him. He's not even there. Then I would hear, well, he shows up. Then later I would hear, well, uh, he shows up in catering. He was doing some stuff, and honest to God, when I asked, I don't even know what he was doing. But I know he was doing enough that nobody liked working under him. I heard of people that wanted to quit that were working under him. I heard that that he just, he didn't know anybody, he didn't know any of the talent, he didn't go out of his way to learn about anything. He would leave and no one could get a hold of him. I heard zero Literally zero good things about Eric Bischoff when he was, whatever he was doing there. I don't even know what he was doing. Now, really the key to this story, I mean, we talked about when he got hired that he was largely going to be a scapegoat, and if something went wrong, he would be fired. And man, if you look at the last week, there's a lot that's gone wrong. So it's pretty much played out exactly as we figured. But one of the keys to the whole thing is everybody knew. Everybody knew. Hiring Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown, even a little bit, was like a bad idea. Like I knew, those of you listening knew, the people in WWE knew, like everybody knew that this was a bad idea, except Vince McMahon. And he hired the guy. And lo and behold, it turned out to be a bad idea. So now Eric is gone. And Bruce Pritchard has taken over. And quite frankly, when I asked people months ago, like, what's Eric doing? And they were like, I don't even know. He shows up for meetings and then he vanishes. I was like, well, who's doing the show? They were like, Bruce Pritchard. So, like, Bruce has been doing the show the whole time. I still don't have any idea what Eric Bischoff was doing. So there's not going to be, like, a drastic change now that Bruce Pritchard has officially taken over. He's pretty much been doing it the whole time. So... I was told today there may be more coming. Who knows? The morale, I mean, morale has not been good for a long time, but apparently the morale has taken an even bigger hit since I was told October 1st. Well, what's happened October 1st? Well, everything changed. And if you recall, like the belief within WWE, which I said, and it's not like I'm some prophet because pretty much everybody else agreed with this, the belief in WWE, at least Vince McMahon, I don't even think the people that work there believe this. Their idea was, oh my God, we're going to Fox and a new boom period is going to kick off. Well, here we are. It's week two. They lost a million viewers after week one. They were down 1.1 million viewers from week one. There's clearly no boom period in sight. SmackDown did a draft. It, it sucked. 
Raw did a draft. It sucked. Like, nobody cares about any of this. They drafted people from Raw to Raw. We didn't even talk about that last night. Like, in the draft, there were people on Raw that got drafted to Raw and people on SmackDown that got drafted to SmackDown. There were people put in pools that all of a sudden were just randomly drafted to the other show and taken out of the pool. There's people not even in the pools at all. I mean, the whole draft has just been a disaster. And it's infuriating to me because if you are just flying by the seat of your pants and you're trying to just throw everything together at the last minute and there are mistakes, okay, you're incompetent, but fine, I can understand that. We were told in advance, we got the whole thing figured out. The whole draft is all ready to go in advance. We've got it all figured out. Well, they had it all figured out, and it's still a disaster. That means, like, a lot of people worked very hard on this, and it was still profound incompetence in this draft. They lost a million viewers on SmackDown. They're getting thrashed on Wednesday nights in this big war that Vince was so confident. Oh, NXT's going to smash them on USA Network, plugging them on Raw. There's no way we're going to lose. You got smashed two straight weeks in a row. Does anybody think they're not going to get smashed this week? Anybody? I I had people there last night texting me during the show that work for WWE, and they're like, dude, I can't watch this show. I was going to tune in tomorrow and see what you guys, like, get your recap of it. It is such a disaster within this company right now. I went on a big rant before Hell in a Cell. Well, here we are a, work a-, a week after Hell in a Cell. Like, it's just as bad or worse. All they talk about, all I had to hear on Friday was, you know what? You may never see these people wrestle again. They're going to get drafted to different shows. I'm like, dude, how stupid do you think I am? You think I'm never going to see Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins have a match again? Are you kidding me? Like, we know that at Survivor Series, it's going to be brand versus brand. Why are you telling me we may never see this match again? And then, of course, they actually do the draft, and Seth Rollins is on Raw, and Bray Wyatt gets drafted to SmackDown, and then later in the show they announce, hey, Crown Jewel, it's Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins. It's Raw versus SmackDown. Right after you told me, man, after this draft, you're never going to see certain matches again. We have a main event on Raw that's the Kabuki Warriors versus Natty and Lacey Evans. This is like a small thing, but dude, the Kabuki Warriors never officially turned heel. They just showed up at the pay-per-view, and they were heels. There was no turn. There was no explanation. Nothing. They showed up at the pay-per-view, and they were heels. So none of the fans have any idea what's going on. Last week on the show, we had a Lacey Evans-Natty match. They've been feuding. They don't like each other. Well, Natty comes out on Raw, and she goes, well, I had to choose a partner. Here's somebody I have respect for. Lacey Evans. What? Okay, whatever. They go to the ring. The fans in Denver, they have no idea what's going on, and it's not their fault. They're watching this match, and they see Lacey Evans, who has undoubtedly been a heel for months. She's in the ring with Natty, who God only knows, like, Natty just flip-flops on a seemingly monthly basis as well. They're in there with the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka, who is beloved, and Kairi Sane, who's just the cutest thing and was beloved, and they don't even know what's going on. They're cheering the Kabuki Warriors, who are supposed to be heels. 
They boo when Natty makes a hot tag because they figure she's got to be a heel. They boo when Lacey Evans gets a hot tag. They presume she has to be a heel. But in fact, they're the baby faces. The Kabuki Warriors are heels. Immediately afterwards, they go to a Firefly Funhouse, which is something that everybody loves every single week. Bray's out there waving to the children. The fans love the Firefly Funhouse. Seth Rollins shows up, and he just destroys the set. He lights the table on fire. Bray Wyatt is practically in tears. Seth, why are you doing this? And Seth destroys the set, and he looks in the camera with an evil face, and he goes, burn it down. He lights the table on fire. The fans are booing like crazy because they figure he's got to be a heel. This has to be a double turn. It's not. He's the top baby face on this brand. I'm sorry, Mike. I apologize. We'll get your thoughts after the break. Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
bills, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, we're back. First thing that happened during the commercial break is Mike told me he's just not watching the full show anymore. He's only going to watch the 90-minute Hulu version. And at first I thought, dude, it's our job. we got to watch this show. Then I thought, who cares? Stop watching it. I'll do it. We're literally to the point where I'm pretty sure that within like six months, it's going to be me and Dave as the only people on this planet that are watching the whole three-hour Raw. So I'll just watch all of these shows, keep paying me, I'll tell you what you need to watch and not watch. I'll take the bullet, and that's just the way things will go. It's been like that for a while, but it's more like that now than ever. When those three hours mean something in their entirety, maybe I will. But, like, I think the hour and a half so When do you version, think that's going to happen? Never. So I think I'm fine. I, like, to be honest with you, I, I, I think there's a lot of people listening out there that have probably, if they're even bothering at all, to check anything out. They're checking out the highlight 10-minute, whatever it is, highlight package that WWE sends out and that you can find at WWE.com. I mean, you don't even need to watch the the Hulu version now. You can just watch that and be fine with it and listen to this show and then just vicariously live through your pain. And what you didn't get to at the end of everything, at the end of everything with that show last night with, with Seth going in there and somehow mysteriously finding this Firefly Funhouse... He goes in there, and then you're on Fox, and they're going to replay this, I'm sure, in in video clips on Fox Network on Friday. And I'm not going to sit here and ever say that professional wrestling has got to be Shakespearean theater in the round. But on top of everything else, it looked so bad and came across so cheap and so cheesy and just bad. And I don't know, kill me, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there, you don't understand, this is 4D chess from, I don't, whatever, fine, enjoy it. It's awful. And you can spin it any other way you want to, but if maybe this was any other promotion even, maybe this would be high art for them. I've been watching the WWF since, what, 1983. It's just amazing in the time where this has gone on, where this is where we've come, but you know what? I got more for you. This is what happens. This is what happens when you don't change and you you have something that's atrophying at the top that has just come and killed the root all the way down. All right, I got more news. So we asked these questions last night. Now we have answers. Eric Rowan, Luke Harper already broken up. So you probably won't be seeing Luke Harper anymore, I guess. I don't know that, but they weren't doing anything with him. They brought him back for the tag match. Now they've broken them up. So they're no longer a team. The Crown Jewel Show... This is what happened. I'm not even making this up. Like two weeks ago, or whenever they had Hogan and Flair on the show, and by the way, by far the most watched segment on that show, Hogan and Flair set up a five-on-five Team Hogan versus Team Flair match for Crown Jewel. 
And so they start to draft their teams. And who is the team captain for Team Hogan? Anybody remember? They chose Seth Rollins. Okay. If Team Hogan, Team Flair, Seth Rollins is the team captain. Well, lo and behold, two weeks later, they randomly announce Seth Rollins will now be facing the Fiend at Crown Jewel. Well, now he's out of the team. He's no longer the team captain. Now they got to find another team captain. You can't keep your stuff together enough to figure that out. Seriously? So, yes, he's out of the team. That's another plans change. They announced him as team captain. Now he's not the team captain because they came up with another match in the meantime. And now we need a new captain for this team, Hogan. Buso is also not drafted because they've been taken off the road. And this was following the DUI. Usos and Naomi off the road. So who even knows what that's going to mean? They may end up in NXT. They may end up just showing up somewhere down the road. I don't even know. SmackDown will be run by Pritchard and Ed Kosky, who is noted have pretty much been running the show anyway. And Eric Bischoff fired this morning. All of these notes up on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com soon. <sighs> you know... <laughs> It's too, and this is another thing. Vince McMahon is 72 years old, whatever it is. Paul Heyman is 54, and Bruce Pritchard is 56. Now, that age is only a number. And I understand that, you know, especially when it comes to Bruce Pritchard, he's somebody that Vince trusts, and that they have a, let's say, a good working relationship with each other. You know, Bruce understands exactly what, what Vince wants to do. There is nobody else. I mean, really, <laughs> there is nobody else. You have so much trouble getting 18 to 54, and you have a whole lot of problems getting 18 to 36, and you're dying on the vine getting, like, you know, 12 to 18. And those are the ages you really need to try to make somebody a wrestling fan for life. And it's like they couldn't be any more corporately out of touch, and it just shows itself on the regular. I have talked about for weeks – you're going to eat the ricochet thing. You're going to eat it when you when you tell, Dude, especially this generation of kids. Guy. When this generation of kids and you keep hitting them in the face over and over with superhero, 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 not even in an ironic way, which may like you doing something that'll like get somebody to latch onto it. You're just beating it to death, and you're killing that guy. And who knows what happens with him in Crown Jewel and whatever. And somebody will argue that he's going to be a champion or something. Like, by the way, I'm still waiting on Cedric Alexander's uh, title reign as well, too. I, that was supposed to be what was going to happen. That's what everybody said. Don't worry about that, right? I told it's, everybody this was over. Angle, and right? I had people tell me, yeah. oh, it's an angle. Oh, they're oh, still yeah. pushing Cedric. Oh, look, he's oh, getting yeah. a match with AJ on Raw. I told you, everybody. Yeah. Listen. And the best best part is, it's like, too, if he happens to be the Street Profits partner, which I don't think he is, it's like, it, who cares? At this point, who even if he gets the belt, who cares? It's a prop that actually will hold, end up hurting him worse. None of this stuff, they just, ah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, we got a million. Do you hear me? A million text messages. Mm -mm -mm. I hate to ask this person, says, what would it take to legally force Vince out using the reasoning he is no longer capable? I don't think that's happening anytime no, soon. no. I don't think it's happening. I think we have bigger places where we might need to do that. With Bischoff done with WWE, would you be surprised if he ends up with AEW? Listen. No. Okay. Listen to me. <laughs> no. Listen to me. Years ago, I made a bet about CM Punk, and I think I bet $250 I was so confident. Okay? I 
would say with almost 100% certainty, there is no chance that Eric Bischoff is going to AEW. Virtually 100% certainty. If Mike wants to make a $500 bet, I'll do it. Now, anything can happen in wrestling. But listen, there's like no chance. I said this before WWE even hired him, there was no chance. They still hired him anyway. But I'm, I'm virtually certain he's not going to AEW. Person he, says, I mean, if he does, I, I, how does that work? Is it, why would they? Because I, I, I know that'll be the thing. Like, other than like the this Monday Night War shock value thing of he shows up, where is there any benefit at all to doing that? There's and, not. And That's why he's not going there. Exactly. So I mean, it's just it's so silly to even consider on on every side. This person here says, word going around today is WWE is going to announce NXT Japan this week. Do you think there's a chance they can work with New Japan? I don't think they're working with New Japan. No. Good luck. There's going to be an announcement, all right. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. This person here says, have you guys thought about having an updated database on your site with all WWE wrestlers and when their contracts are up? No, I don't know, because... Everyone's always asking, when's this person's contract up? When's this person's contract up? I don't know, because WWE signs people to new deals. They're at varying lengths. Guys get hurt and they extend contracts. Like, it's very difficult to tell you when anybody's contract is going to end. Plus, here's the thing, too, and this is no, and I don't know how it works exactly in the entertainment realm as far as, like, people who follow that stuff, but these aren't professional athletes. These are not, you know, state-funded college professors. It's interesting in some aspects to to see and to pay, to play compare and contrast and things like that. But the reality is, I mean, do you want everybody to know what you make and all that sort of stuff? I don't know if that necessarily has to be public knowledge. It's kind of nice to know when when contracts are going to run out, but I don't know if it's really that big of a deal for for people to really have to know that much. Hey, good news, everybody! NWA Power for today is going to be out soon. Thank God. Person says, I presume tonight on the FS1 show they will announce a trade. Maybe it's Bray to Raw. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. And honestly, I don't care. Care. (laughs) This person here says, I've been watching the Hulu version of Raw for a few months, and apparently the biggest thing I've missed is an Italia Lacey feud. Well, you're probably really confused after last night then. Person says, for what it's worth, I didn't listen to any of your recap shows before I watch any of the shows you recap. And, well, I am listening to you right now. Okay. Hey, listen. There was good wrestling on Raw last night, but that's it. That's the only high praise I can give that show. And it's not enough of it. And this is no offense to the guys that are doing it because I'm happy they're doing it and I'm happy it's on the show. It is not enough to counterbalance the rest of the show, period. (laughs) You can watch good wrestling anywhere on your own terms without having to do that. There's a video clip of Seth burning down the funhouse has an unusually large number of dislikes on WWE's YouTube page. Of course it does because they're clueless. They thought that was going to get him over as a baby face. I could have told you in advance. I could tell you all this stuff for free. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you everything for free. I don't know everything, but, like, with a lot of this booking lately, with 95% accuracy, I can tell you whether it's going to get someone over as a baby face or a heel, and they've got it backwards. Seth oh. Rollins' this person says, the biggest jerk in WWE burns down a children's TV show, attempts murder at Hell in a Cell, and then goes on Twitter to rant about how he's still cool and the product is great. Well, he blocked me, so I don't know what he said. So let me know what Seth said on Twitter. I can't wait to see this one. Why do people like burning down everything precious to Bray Wyatt? Because they're supposed to be baby faces. 
because this place is backwards. Back in a moment, Observer Live. But you can never hide the This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Make refreshing changes throughout your home this fall and save by starting with Lowe's. Add new appliances and get deals like up to 35% off select appliance special values, including a 24.7 cubic foot Whirlpool French door refrigerator, just $15.99. Show your home's true colors with a new coat of paint and save on top-rated one-coat paints from HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams, starting at just $35.98 a gallon every day. Whatever projects you have on your to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Appliance offer valid through 1023, U.S. only. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Person here says, serious question. What's up with WWE and New Japan both doing pressers on the 18th in Japan? Well, all I can tell you is there will be very big news coming out of Japan on Friday. 
and the New Japan News has zero to do with AEW. And that's all I will say about it. But you'll know on Friday, so don't worry about it. This person says, why was Ray drafted away from Kane? Well, I would bet you $100 that they didn't even think about that. So I'm sure now they will have to deal with it. My theory, this is not a real theory, it's a joke theory. My joke theory is that Fox and USA confused Ray and Bray when making their picks, the execs. And so Fox wanted Ray but got Bray, and Raw wanted Bray but got Ray. Now they can go on the thing tonight and do a switch. Bray for Ray. Anyway. Well, they they can talk about the intimidation that Cletus feels, uh, wondering if Bray is going to tear him apart uh, in the draft war room. So you can understand there's a little trepidation there from the Fox side. WWE thinking Lacey was going to get cheered last night against the Kabuki Warriors is a joke. Both Kyrie and Asuka naturally exude charisma just by looking at them. Then when they get in the ring, you like Kyrie and Asuka even more. Tell me about it. I have no idea why they're heels. No I, earthly idea. Every fan knows they are the best, two of the best, if not the best female workers in the company. Again, no insult to anybody else, but if you like that style of wrestling, they are incredible at it because of where they came from. Kari saying in the gimmick could not be, again, as you mentioned, any cuter. Asuka's got a very sexy way, whether you think she's sexy or not. It's a very sexy act that she has. Again, on top of the fact that they're the two best possibly female wrestlers in that entire company. They have been baby faces for how long now? Natalia, like you said, vacillates constantly. They're out there with Lacey Evans, who could not have come across as a bigger heel, not only in America, but in Canada. And now, all of a sudden, flip it. What? What? Without any explanation of anything. And then, just because Asuka now has drawn drawn green lines on her face and she spits mist, now, all of a sudden, she's a bad guy after years of Tajiri and Muda, where people cheered them? It just, (laughs) I don't know. It just boggles my mind. And then, too, and I do want to mention this at least as, one silver lining in a dark cloud because there's always silver linings. You mentioned some of the good wrestling that took place on the show. The Viking Raiders felt as though they got over number one, the interview they cut afterwards where they weren't afraid to say New Japan or Ring of Honor, I thought was a nice touch, or say IWGP and the ROH tag titles. I thought that was a really nice touch and further established their act as being legitimate tag team, just a legitimate tag team force. The match itself with Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, who are great professionals, I thought was really, really good. And the way they got the crowd behind them, if there's any big positive that came out of last night, you got to give it to the Viking Raiders and the presentation and how that whole thing has come across and, frankly, how those guys have been built up. I wish they could have had some better wins against some bigger talent, but the squashes that they did, they didn't mess anything up in the process, and they got to where they got to last night, and I think that was great. This person here says, in real sports, firing the GM post-draft is a sign of terrible ownership. Well, in pro wrestling, uh, hiring this GM was a sign of terrible ownership. Well, it's both here in sports, but yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, the I mean, the 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 WWE's feeling like the Cleveland Browns from a couple of years ago for sure. All right. People just now hearing about Bischoff texting me. Yes, he has been released. 
This person here why says, are you waking up now? Seth was asked if the crown jewel match will end like Hell in a Cell in a DQ, and he responded, correction, it ended in a ref stoppage. When a body isn't moving, the official has to make the right call. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> God, Seth. Anything else? Okay. Bruh. <sighs> This person here says, is it safe to say Mike was right about not getting excited about The Fiend based off his recent booking? Well, I mean, yes, it's certainly not exciting now. My point was that it was fine in the moment, and you may as well enjoy it in the moment. They screwed it up like they screw everything up. This person here says, I'm flabbergasted that Dave thought Okada Sonata was worse than the Jericho match or ELP Osprey. It blew both out of the water. ELP match was a joke until the very end. I don't know if I'd call it a joke. They did do way too much, I think. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, look, that that that's but that's like the Young Bucks and uh and the Lucha Brothers in the ladder match. It's like sometimes you got to pick your point. Like what do you prefer as a wrestling fan? Because here's the deal. The ELP and I'm not as big of a fan of him as a lot of people are. I'm a bigger um, I I like Robbie Eagles. I prefer him much more than I do ELP, but ELP is obviously the guy that's got a lot more buzz and he's got a lot more fanfare behind him and one of the reasons why is because he's so all over the place and in, in, in a perfect match for Will Ospreay when they're both feeling each other. So it's it's just a matter of the, what you prefer wrestling-wise. And I've noticed this with Dave. I mean, the heavy athleticism of Kenny Omega and all that sort of stuff. You know, I prefer, you know, give me uh, Omega and Tanahashi or give me Tanahashi and Okada over Okada and Omega. But, it again, it all just kind of depends on what you like. Did you see Seth's tweet? Well, no, I'm blocked. He said if Mankind and Undertaker ended in a ref stoppage, Mick might have had a longer career. Seth, get all. I thought he dropped his Twitter when the no. Sasha Banks people went after him. Pull this. Stop it. What an oh, idiot. Seth, let me, let me. Don't have a Hell in a Cell match then if it's so dangerous. That's the whole point of Hell in a Cell. First says, it seems like WWE is rapidly deteriorating. Seth Rollins is dead. The shows actively punish me as a fan instead of rewarding me. Yes. It's crazy to me when you see WWE force people to act like heels and Lacey is a babyface. AEW pushes Riho because she's over. Seth Rollins unimaginably unlikable. Looking forward to AEW and NXT this week after the draft. And he says WWE somehow has me wanting to see Ricochet less every week. Dude, this Ricochet thing. I was just mm. talking to somebody about this there today. They have made me not want to see Ricochet. Ricochet! Last night... That not only not only does he have to do his usual stupid interview about how he how he's here to prove that superheroes are real, and like I'm a grown man, I'm 44. Superheroes aren't real, okay? It's fake. So get off my TV telling me that superheroes are real. Then he goes in there, and if you thought that Corey Graves was obnoxious having to say Shorty Gable 55 times in Gable's match on Friday, how many times I'd hear that he's Spider Man? In this match on Monday night, Spider-Man? Oh, he's like Spider-Man. Oh, look at that dive. It's like he's Spider-Man. Oh, literally, I swear to God, a half dozen times they told me he was Spider-Man. I'm like, dude, he's not Spider-Man. He's Ricochet. And when he was Ricochet on the Indies and when he was Prince Puma in Lucha Underground, he was freaking awesome. He was so cool. Now he's a geek. Now he's a geek. You turned Ricochet into a geek I don't want to see on television. That takes some 
talent and Brian, not in a good way. This is a company that screwed up Bailey. Yeah, they screwed up everybody. Who did they I mean, screw it's, up? It's exactly. I just, uh, I just, I can't wait till there's a Ricochet Bray Wyatt match. So it's just over and over again, you know, back and forth like Spider Man, the Fiend, Spider Man, the Fiend, Spider Man, the Fiend, just over and over and over. Can't wait. Brian, what happened to the other superstars that weren't part of the draft pool, like the Usos, Naomi, Nia Jackson, Ruby Riot? They just stay on the rosters they were on, even though there was a draft. Nothing makes sense about WWE at the moment. Wonder why the audience aren't invested. Nothing to get invested in. That's the problem. They're just free agents in WWE storyline. So whenever they decide to come back, they'll just show up somewhere, and that's the brand they're on. That's it. I hope they create a show that's just for people who didn't get drafted. It's Luke Harper. It's Mike Bennett. It's it's everybody that's either been pulled off the road for some issue or people who all want their releases. They just put them on a show together, and it's like it's like Big Brother. They just stick them all in a room, and they just put cameras in there, and it can air on the WWE Network, and they can do, like, USA After Dark with it, just like they do with Big Brother, and it's just them, like, collaborating with each other. Like maybe having a pillow fight or something like that, diving into the pool. Just just there, like, doing time, waiting on everything to run out. Bert says, I never thought I'd see the day. I would want to change the channel every time Ricochet comes on my TV. I know. What's worse, Ricochet being called a superhero or Chad Gable being renamed Shorty Gable? Well, at least Ricochet still has his name. They're not calling him, like... He to be a superhero. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, the the Chad Gable one is worse. It's much worse. I'm not even sure that Chad Gable is much shorter than Ricochet, by the way. Here's what I know, and this is no offense to Ricochet. Chad Gable can put hands on Ricochet and tear him limb from limb, which he can with a lot of people, no matter how big they are on that roster. And once again, it, it, it's that when people would talk about others speaking, how Vince looks at people and the whole thing about short and you can't get over unless you're, you know, no, that's not. Yeah. Again, it's proven itself out again when it comes to Chad Gable, an Olympic wrestler who's not a bad looking guy, who's got a good physique, who's been able to you know, at least get over a little bit when left up to his own devices. You know, he's not knocking him dead like the rock, but, you know, he hasn't like killed fans or anything like that. And then this is the best you can do for him because it makes Vince laugh. This person here says. Small note from yesterday morning, Bobby Lashley was doing morning show press for Raw here in Denver. He was excited about the product, was proud, but before they took the break, they were going to come back and ask about the Lana stuff, which Lashley seemed uncomfortable with. And when they got back, they said Lashley had to leave. My question is, since it's obvious this guy doesn't want to do this storyline, they have a beast in him, why don't they build him to just do that instead of slapping around and calling him a womanizer? Well, somebody had an idea. Can you believe that? Can you believe that Bobby Lashley wouldn't be on SmackDown hanging out in the background, you know, for for a Brock Lesnar or something like that? Can you imagine that? And then you put him just because you want to have him with Lana and Rusev in this god awful storyline, this sorry ass. And if this is Paul Heyman, I'm sorry. It's just this is just so garbage. <laughs> it's just trash. And everybody can defend it or whatever. Is it high art or something like that? I've seen this with. With Billy and who was it, Tori and and Jamie Noble and Nitty, we've seen all of these types of like BS, like sorry storylines that just Vince gets off on, or and it's just so it's just pathetic. And if this is a Paul Heyman one, you know, again, like come on, we can't get anybody else in there with better or newer ideas than this. It's garbage. 
This person here says, I love how everyone keeps talking about how guys like Cesar and Harper didn't get drafted. What about Joe? Joe did get drafted. He got drafted last night. And by the way, I didn't even mention this, but it doesn't really matter. But they're doing all the draft picks last night. And in, let's see, one, two, three. I guess in the fourth round of their draft picks, Raw gets Jinder Mahal. (laughs) They get Jinder Mahal, and they get Truth. And then in the final round of draft picks, no, not even the final, they get Joe. And then one draft pick after that, I think Ray. I think Ray was in the very final one. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But anyway, they chose like, I guess, wait, let me think. Where did Ray go? Why don't I have Ray here on my list? When did Ray get drafted? It was late. Is it? How come I don't have it here? Is it down to the very bottom of the show? Anyway, the point is, oh yeah, there it is. They get Ray Mysterio. So these USA Network executives drafted Rey Mysterio after Shelton Benjamin, Akira Tozawa, Jinder Mahal, who, by the way, they drafted Jinder Mahal before Samoa Joe as well. It's just ridiculous. Back in a moment, Observer Live. To the people who thought I was going to flop, y'all are part of the reason I ain't going to stop. Against the odds, I went hard until I popped. Came from the bottom and now I'm standing on top. I had dreams and now they all coming true. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. 
If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. It took me two seconds to think of this. But last night when they drafted Raw, or they drafted Truth to Raw, Cletus the Robot should have pinned Truth to bring the 24-7 title to SmackDown. That would have been the most over thing on the show. I can almost yes. guarantee it. Probably would have been. Absolutely. Stuff that hard. Been. I know it is that hard because yeah, they them. make it hard, but it's not that hard. And if you don't believe me, watch NWA Power. <laughs> For real. Watch NWA Power and then AEW Dark back to back tonight, especially NWA Power. If you're just looking for how simplicity on a budget and not overthinking things can, can actually pay dividends. Hey, listen, tonight also on AEW Dark, the. Talked about this on the show, but the Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela lights out match, hardcore match. I was told after the match that Joey Janela should be dead. That's Spread how crazy the, the match is. And if you've ever seen Joey Janela's hardcore stuff, to think that this match somebody thought that he should be dead, it's going to be completely insane. AEW Dark on YouTube tonight. And NWA Power on YouTube as well, 605 Eastern, I believe, is when it is officially released. So you can check those out tonight. Tuesday is when, like, we live in, you know how they call it the WWE Universe. There's two universes that we wrestling fans live in. There's the universe that starts on Tuesday, where everything is great on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And then there's the other universe that starts on Friday, where everything sucks, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So... The new one starts today, everybody. Enjoy it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And, of course, on WrestlingObserver.com as well. I'll be back later tonight with Vinny and Craig talking in uh, Raw Nitro 19 years ago this week. Is it better or worse than what we saw this weekend? We'll tell you tonight. A lot of other things as well. Check it out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio, talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.